With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. There is no time like this time for an excuse. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we sizzle coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from behind the wheels. We drive in the fast lane all night long here. The Fox Sports Radio Studios hope all is well with you. The best laid plans of mice and men anticipating some kind of dramatic moment in pro bouncy ball. That was Supposed to be the big story, and it was a light night of action. I was risking it, and it did not turn out the way I was hoping it would turn out. Nothing rose to the level of a Maller monologue. I did observe a couple of dog food NBA games, but a brief synopsis 
of the NBA night on a Monday. The Milwaukee Bucks extinguishing the Miami Heat by, oh, nothing, 34 points. Uh, in an, supposedly a competitive NBA playoff game where most games, are, most games are decided by splitting hairs, but not in this game. It was over, literally and figuratively over at the end of the first quarter. They should have played with a running clock. Bad job by the NBA not doing that. The Bucks put up almost a 50-burger. They've had 46 points in the first half as they slammed a crowbar on top of Miami. And Milwaukee, 10 of 15 from three-point range in that first quarter. It was insane. And so we can give you all kinds of numbers on that. Giannis Adentacumbo led the way. There were six different Milwaukee players in double figures. There's not much to talk about. Jimmy Butler has sucked at a time you cannot suck. That's a good story. That's a decent story. The Heat proving, much like the Lakers, that they were a product of the bubble, that Miami and that Mickey Mouse run was only possible at a resort in Orlando. Uh, they have been publicly pantsed by the Bucks And the, the offense, you know, Butler and Bam out of bio, two of the big studs for the Heat, have been horrific. But the, the Heat trailed by as many as 36 points. They never had a lead. They never had a lead in that game. That is a no-show situation. Then in the nightcap, the Denver Nuggets hosting the Blazers in the Mile High City. And Oregon apparently got lost on the Oregon Trail. The Blazers, they did lead the game 5-2 to two early in the first quarter and then watched as Denver dominated the rest of the game. The Blazers would not lead after 5-4 to four as Nikola Jokic putting up the old clinic, uh, sexy stat line. He's about to win the MVP, which will upset Steph Curry, apologist, LeBron James, fanboys. Uh, a bunch of people will be all uh, up in arms there when Jokic wins the MVP. So, listen, the point is these games were lopsided. These games, there's nothing to see here. Move along. But there is another story in the NBA that is talk radio gold, and it involves LeBron James. Now, LeBron didn't play. There was no Laker game in the last 24 hours here to discuss, but he was involved in a central story. He was able to avoid any punishment. We mentioned this in a previous episode of the show for violating the NBA health and safety protocols. This is actually prior to the Laker playing tournament against the Warriors. The story coming out over the weekend, LeBron was at a promotional event with Drake, the Toronto Raptors celebrity fan and uh, actor Michael B. Jordan to hawk overpriced tequila, which LeBron is a party of. He's a, a partner in that operation. So after much pushback from factions of the media pointing out the nonsense that the NBA allowed LeBron to do this when they've got all these draconian rules in place and all this bureaucracy of what you can do and cannot do. But here's LeBron out there uh, trying to hawk some booze. Now, the NBA chief communications officer, someone named Mike Bass, I don't know who that is, but he released a prepared statement. Who? A, Mike Bass is the guy's name. He, he released a prepared statement never explaining, I've never heard of him either, why the league chose not to suspend LeBron James before the Lakers game with the Suns on Sunday. If you didn't hear what they said, maybe not, uh, here's the statement. He said, quote, to clarify any remaining misconception, 
LeBron James briefly attended an outdoor event last week where participants were required to be vaccinated or return a negative test result. The prepared statement began, under these circumstances and in consultation with medical experts, that's a key part, uh, it was determined that his attendance, LeBron's attendance, did not did not create risk related to the spread of COVID-19, and therefore no quarantine was necessary. Over the course of this season, there have been numerous similar violations of the league's health and safety protocols, which were addressed with the players' a team in a similar fashion. Statement closed by saying, under current NBA rules, vaccinated players are permitted to engage in outside activities, including their individual commercial arrangements, such as sponsor appearances and ad shoots. Of course, LeBron has not been vaccinated. How do you know LeBron's not been vaccinated? Because he would have written it in the sky that he was vaccinated and would have done a victory lap had he been vaccinated. You know that, and I know that to be true, but he has not commented on that, so there you go. All right, now the question, what did you make of this statement? I gave you the statement in its entirety. Probably shouldn't have done that, but I gave you the statement from the NBA. What do you make of the NBA's statement on LeBron James not being punished, not being punished. So it's obviously a waste of time. My thoughts on this, you've got Rumpelstiltskin, Puppeteer, and Tinseltown. And we will tie all of these things together into a passable Mallard monologue. Remember, the person that finishes at the bottom of medical school but graduates, they still call doctor. Now, A, you got to love the fact that the NBA is even bothering to address this, right? Because a couple of things. They they should have just issued a five-word statement. It was a very wordy statement by the NBA. Uh, Here's what should have been done. It should have read, LeBron has his own rules, period, stop. That's it, right? That's it. LeBron has his own rules. Those are the five words that should have been said. Instead, they're trying to manipulate the story with damage control, and it's laughable, right? This statement issued about LeBron James, it came from the desk of Rumpelstiltskin, right? The NBA working to turn straw into gold by the morning. It's a total joke. It's farcical, as Al Michaels would say. In consultation with medical experts, In air quotes. That line, I was dying, right? That is straight chicken feathers. Now, we doubt the NBA even bothered to consult medical experts, but even if they did, right? You know how this works, right? It's it's doctor shopping, if you will, right? If your doctor won't give you the answer or the pills you want, you can go to another healthcare practitioner somewhere and, uh, and and find uh, the pills you're looking for, the help you're looking for. Now, now, part of me is the NBA on this one, the NBA is using its GPS. They are traveling down a highway. It's hypocrisy highway. LeBron James is working as the puppeteer. And everyone seems to know it, and the NBA knows it, but they want to pretend like that's not going on. LeBron's the puppeteer, and he's got these people at the league office on a string. He does whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and he expects the league to kowtows to his decisions, and predictably, they do. They do. And Adam Silver, in the fetal position, sucking his thumb in the corner of the room, the spineless commissioner, right? He did not issue this statement on LeBron James. Uh, No, 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 no. He had one of his underlings do it. As we said, this cat named Mike Bass 
was running interference for the NBA commissioner. You talk about an emasculation situation. I mean, the NBA has been very clear throughout the, the, the COVID year and a half, whatever it's been now, uh, that the players are allowed, what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do, uh, this, that, and the other thing. Even as things are winding down, and we hope they do wind down, I look forward to a time where I live, everything will be open up, where you live, everything will be open up, and we're getting close to that point if it's not already there where you are. But the NBA is continuing to maintain uh, these rules and regulations. Example, I watched NBA playoff games, saw a bunch of people on the bench wearing masks. But yet, most NBA players have been vaccinated, uh, but they're, they are still putting on a show uh, for the cameras. Now, James Harden and Kyrie Irving, they were both ding. They're headliners, and there have been others, but those are examples early in the year for violating the COVID rules. They were each fined. LeBron did not even get a rebuke. From the NBA. Forget a fine. He didn't get a rebuke. So there's a, a double standard in play here. And as Charles Barkley said, and we've talked about this uh, many, many times, that the NBA doesn't have the balls to suspend LeBron James. If, if this was a nobody, then he would have been put in health and safety protocols. And uh, there, there, there are rules for everyone. And then there's rules for the the upper crust, and LeBron's at the very top of that. Uh, now, the last word here, the other thing that stands out about what is really a cautionary tale about LeBron James, it shows you his priorities have changed. This is not the guy that used to, in Cleveland, put up a big show about how you know he was really locked in for the playoffs. Now it's Tinseltown LeBron, right? For years with the Cavaliers, it was, it was as... Reliable as the Swallows returning to Capistrano, LeBron would scream and shout, it's time for zero Dark 30. You remember this nonsense that LeBron used to do? Right? He's very braggadocious about it. He, he's like, listen, I am getting focused. I'm getting my game face on for the playoffs. And he would claim to anybody that would listen that you know, no phone, all the phones he had were shut off, no computers, no social media, everything was on break. Because he had to be mentally prepared for the playoffs. Now, LeBron, as a Laker, as we anticipated, is more worried about selling booze and hanging out with celebrities than he is getting locked in, right? No, no, it's business. It's business. Le Flop has the referees mesmerized during games and the league office is in his back pocket. I don't know how he's able to sit down because the league office is right there in the man's back pocket. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking the silence. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we punch the clock coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the sweatshop, slaving away over a hot microphone here, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Good to have you along for the ride. So it finally happened. We told you this was going to happen last week. Our lead coming from television slash the NFL Monday night, Aaron Rodgers. 
had a chance to end the standoff between himself and the Green Bay Packers going on the record, on the record about a very public rift that has taken place that's been going on since the NFL draft, April 29th, when someone from Aaron Rodgers' camp, his posse, leaked the story about Rodgers being unhappy and wanting a trade, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So did Aaron Rodgers retire? No, he did not announce his retirement. Did Aaron Rodgers end all animosity with the Green Bay Packers? No, he did not. He did an interview with Kenny Mayne, who was asked to take a 60% pay cut over at ESPN. Apparently, they're struggling there in Connecticut. Uh, Kenny rejected that pay cut, and so it was his final SportsCenter episode. I remember when that show mattered, uh, SportsCenter, and Kenny was a big part of it when that show was must-see television. It's not anymore, but... Anyway, Aaron Rodgers is friends with Kenny Mayne, so he popped up there and he put on a show. He put on a show. Uh, he Now, Rodgers, before we play the audio clip here, we'll go to the audio in a second, but Rodgers did not show up at the voluntary organized team activity, better known as OTAs. On Monday, the Packers opened up uh, that particular phase of the offseason and he will likely not be participating in that at all. Last we heard, Aaron Rodgers was singing Aloha songs in Hawaii and eating macadamia nuts, having a grand old time. And so, you know, Rodgers obviously is not, not alone. There's a lot of players around the NFL that are persona non grata as the union attempts to push back on these voluntary workouts, and so Rodgers has cachet. He doesn't have to go. Plus, he's not happy with the Green Bay Packers. Or is he not happy with the Green Bay Packers? So let me give you a little block here of what Aaron Rodgers had to say to Kenny Mayne about his situation and where he is at this moment in relation to the Green Bay Packers. It never been about the draft pick, uh, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. Um, you know, he, he a lot of fun to, to work together. Uh, I love the coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, I love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, uh, you know, and and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about, it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And a lot of this was put in motion last year, and uh, the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP and played uh, the way I played last year. So, this is just kind of, I think, uh, the the spill out of all that. But look, man, it is about the people, and that's the most important thing. Green Bay has always been about the people, from Curly Lambeau uh, being owner and founder to the '60s with Lombardi and Bart Starr and all those incredible names, to the '90s teams with Coach Holmgren and Farvey and the Minister of Defense, to the the run that we've been on. It's about it's about the people. All right, so it's about the people. It's about the people. Okay, so that was the comment from Aaron Rodgers there. As you said, the beginning of the comment there, Rodgers waxing poetic, uh, saying he is a big supporter of his teammates and Jordan Love and all that stuff. So this was a performance by Aaron Rodgers. Let us discuss the question, what letter grade do you give Aaron Rodgers on his public comments, the first public comments on camera regarding the Packers situation since the you-know-what hit the fan So based on how this will play among the Packer fan base, I will give Aaron Rodgers on the Maller Report card an A-. minus, An A-. minus. Now, I've got my thoughts on this. You've got tap dance, cutting room floor, and treadmill 
And we will combine all these things together and uh, we'll bend it into shape here and form the Maller monologue. Now, number one. Number one. So Aaron Rodgers was polished is the word I will use. He knew that he was going to be asked about his rambunctious actions over the last couple months and things going in stealth mode where Rodgers is not putting his name on it. He was going to be asked to put his name on it. And in that respect, if you look at it from that that lens, Aaron Rodgers uh, attacked this head on. He chose to play the good cop, which is not a surprise. This was expected. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the OG of passive-aggressive behavior. And if you know anything about passive-aggressive behavior, even though Rodgers is frustrated, he is resentful of certain parts of the Green Bay Packers, he hides it well. Right? It's kind of like makeup. He's able to put the makeup on. And in this case, and it's not just makeup, Aaron Rodgers, waxing poetic at the beginning of that comment, he put on his tap dance shoes and had a big smile on his face, and he he was dancing, right? He loves his teammates. Jordan Love, oh, my God, let me gush all over Jordan Love, please. Coaching staff, oh, so good, the coaching The fan base, he even brought up Curly Lambeau. That's how deep down the rabbit hole Aaron Rodgers went. He was laying it on thick. This was extra crunchy peanut butter that Aaron Rodgers was was laying on the piece of bread, right? And uh, you know, he said, "Oh, my situation has never been about the draft pick picking Jordan." Uh, he was asked point blank about whether or not he demanded a trade. Now, the second thing, as we discuss, uh, parsing the words from Aaron Rodgers, which is something we do a lot in these parts in sports radio, there was something he didn't say that was very revealing. Right, Rodgers slobbered all over the coaching staff, the teammates, the backup quarterback, the fans, everything. Right, We talked about that. Uh, you know who he didn't give a shoulder massage to in a bubble bath? That's right. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. Who? And that has been the beef, we've been told here, that Rodgers is at loggerheads with Brian Gutekunst, uh, not happy at all, uh, and his name was left on the cutting room floor. And there's also a direct reflection. Well, Aaron Rodgers loves this guy, that guy, and the other guy as far as coaches and teammates and all that. When asked about this, he said in that soundbite that we played, he said his issues are about character, it's about culture, and it's about doing things the right way. So by saying that in that context, Rodgers is implying that Brian Gutekunst does not have good character, the Packers' culture is broken because of him, and they're not doing things the right way. That's how I heard Rodgers' comment. Right? He intentionally left Gutekunst's name out of his mouth, but by saying the things that he said right about philosophy and you know, maybe forgetting it's all about the people that make things go. It's like, well, they're not massaging my uh, tuchus enough, the Packers. Uh, Rodgers is upset by that. and so, But he didn't say it. He wouldn't put his name on it because he's passive-aggressive. So instead, he just tap-danced around it. All right, last thing here. So, again, you've got to listen closely here, and you've got to be a cynic at heart. If you have those two skills, you can do this job. Aaron Rodgers implied 
that 2020 was supposed to be the last season in Green Bay. He said it, right? He said it. He said a lot of this was put into motion last year, Rodgers said, and the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won, he said, the MVP. And he played well, and he did play well during the regular season. Uh, and he won the MVP, said essentially the monkey wrench was tossed into those plans. So he is publicly going uh, to be the good cop. I think we can agree on that based on these comments. Uh, a lot of this is also damage control because he's leaving the door open publicly, Aaron Rodgers, to avoid Splitsville. And so if you are a diehard Packer backer and stockholder, you can say, listen, this is this is not going to be a divorce. They're going to go to you know mediation and they'll work out their differences here. I uh, you know that's what's going to happen, and they'll find common ground and they'll end this disagreement and they'll find a solution. So that's his public position. While at the same time, every single day there's one or two stories that drip out, whether they're real or imagined. Some of them have to be coming from people around Aaron Rodgers that uh, this, that, and the other thing are wrong, and he's disturbed by this and agitated by that and frustrated by this thing. And How do you sugarcoat that? You know, I know he tried to. right? He tried to sugarcoat it with these comments, but these stories keep coming out. So what is the result? What is the end result of this first public commentary from Aaron Rodgers about his situation with the Packers? So the result is this is a boondoggle. It continues to be a boondoggle, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, it's like the mouse on a treadmill, running in place, thinking it's going very far and going nowhere. That's essentially how this is playing out, right? That nothing has really changed. Aaron Rodgers went on the record, and as we said, he danced around the story, but nothing was really resolved. As you would imagine, something would not be resolved in a television interview, a brief television interview, but... Rodgers, here's his position. He wants a new deal. He would like the Packers to hand the GM a guillotine. Uh, He wants him whacked from his job and would like, if that doesn't happen, he wants to exit stage right. And so the status quo, if I can use some Latin here, the status quo is where we are with this story. We just have some new sound bites to play with some new bells and whistles. Woo! Wee! Aaron Rodgers, he spoke! Wow! He really didn't say anything of note because of what he he left out of the conversation. Understand, day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop de loop. Ben, last season the Broncos were forced to start a wide receiver under center in a game against the Saints. Now, John Elway revealed that he got so mad about the situation that he hung up on the league office. Uh, he also said that the Saints GM was willing to delay the game, but the NFL unfairly forced them to play. Ben, do you think uh, Elway and the Broncos got a raw deal? No, I wouldn't say raw deal. I mean, the Broncos were clearly made an example of, but that you know that was the epitome of humiliation. They they were used to warn the rest of the NFL that you better be meticulous and you better follow the guidelines or else. And they were thrown to the wolves, or in this case, the Saints. But it's a great story years from now 
They sold the guy that was selling lollipops at a high school. They started a guy. They saw, They started that guy, quarterback. Kendall Hill, Hinton, Hinton is his name, the, uh, the lollipop salesman. All right, next. It was reported on Sunday that on the heels of uh, rating success for the play in the NBA is seriously considering a midseason tournament with uh, extra cash incentives for the players. Uh, Jamal Murray thinks it's a terrible idea, though, as he took to Twitter and uh, he, uh, you know, urged Trash. the league yeah. to stop any such discussions. Ben, do you think it'll happen anyway? Well, Jamal Murray's right. It's a terrible idea, but it's inevitable. Adam Silver wants to make this like soccer. and soccer, they have three or four tournaments a year, usually. Uh, it's just another money grab. Squeeze some more dough out of the TV overlords. But they got to figure out a way to make the regular season relevant because the regular season in the NBA is not relevant at all. Next! Ben, so the Rams and Chargers preseason is going to be the first game at SoFi with fans. Uh, originally, the Chargers couldn't sell seats, but now uh, Chargers fans think that's all going to change, and they're going to be the dominant team in L.A. with Justin <laughs> Herbert. Do you think that's Do you think that's true as far as ticket sales go? Anyway, no, no. The Rams have a fan, man. There's a lot of old people that love the Rams from back when the Rams were in L.A. before and still support the team. And I, the people from San Diego, have still boycotted the Chargers. They're not coming up. So good luck. Herbert could be fine, but it's only one year. And the book is still out on him. How do we do, Coop? You pass this edition. There it is. That's a winner. Whee! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We'll do it the right way. Now, have plenty of time. Mailer's Mountain of Money. Hello, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, here we go. It is Myler's Mountain of Money. We play it every week at about this time. Let's welcome in our contestants for this week to Myler's Mountain of Money. And who do we have? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. We've got a guy named The Big Spoon in Tennessee. Hello, Big Spoon. What's up, Big Myler? What makes someone the big spoon? Uh, well, my real name's Charles, but uh, I'm a truck driver. Me and my buddy used to team, and uh, I was the big spoon, and he was the little spoon. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And what, what do you got going on these days, big spoon? Uh, just driving a truck, riding around, Ben. Yeah? You drive around just local in Tennessee, or you go all over the south and all over the, the country? Just local. Just I've been listening to you, Ben, for at least 20 years, and I hadn't called in since uh, you and Karen Kay were together. That's been a wow, long time. Wow, that's a long time ago. I love KK. I talk to her every wow. once in a while. And Now, do you remember Troy the Gambling Man that used to call up? I sure do. Yeah, Troy the Gambling Man. He was a sweeper truck driver in Nashville, and he was my gambling guy, and he gave out the worst picks possible, but I loved him anyway. I loved him anyway. It was <laughs> Troy, the, Troy the Gambling Man. It was a terrible... Terrible at picking games. Uh, in fact, if you listen to him, you would be delivering DoorDash like Dan Dockich, the radio guy in in Indianapolis. All right, Big Spoon, hold on a second, Tennessee. How about Trucker versus Trucker? Trucker Joe is in North Carolina. Hello, Trucker Joe. What's up, Benny DeBopper? Now, you think you can take down the Big Spoon here? Uh, yeah, I, feel, I feel confident. I feel confident. Yeah? Okay. All right. Where are you headed, by the way, Trucker Joe? Where are you going to? Uh, back to my stomping ground, homie PA. All right, going back home. Gotcha. All right. 
Oh, very good. Uh, hold on a sec, Trucker Joe. Let's go back to the Big Spoon. Big Spoon, 20 years. You finally called up this night, different than all other nights, because there's a super moon in a couple of days. That's why you called up. But who do you want to partner up with for Mallers Mountain of Money? I'm going with Eddie because the Clippers suck. Wow. What a douche. <laughs> all right. Uh, Trucker, Trucker Joe, who do you want to partner up with, Trucker Joe? Oh, i got to go with the name on the, on the show there, Ben Maller. That's right, Trucker Ooh. Joe. Don't let me down here. Let's let's school the spoon. We're gonna we're gonna bend the spoon is what we're gonna do. All right. What are the categories, Kuba Loop, for this edition of uh, Maller's Mountain of Money? All right, gentlemen. This is the Ian McKellen edition. He turns eighty-two years old today. Who? Uh, <laughs> who did that? Uh, the cat- <laughs> I didn't do it. The categories are the shadow. Magneto, Gandalf, or 18? And uh, Big Spoon, you were on first. Which category would you like? The Shadow. The Shadow. shadow. All right. And Trucker Joe, how about you? Uh, 18. 18. All right. All right. Those are the categories. Everyone stay in place there. Big Spoon and Eddie, Trucker Joe, and myself, Ben. That's the team that's going to win. And we will have in its entirety... Maller's Mountain of Money. We'll get to it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And it is game show time. We have the board already set here. Let's get right to it. It's Maller's Mountain of Money, the Ian McLennan edition. His birthday this week turns 82. And we have everything set up. The Big Spoon. Gandalf, come on. Tennessee is teamed with Eddie and Trucker Joe, who's driving back to Pennsylvania. He's in North Carolina. He has teamed up with me. And, Eddie, I believe you are going first. Is that right, Koopaloop? Is Eddie going first? Uh, that is correct, and I, right. I should correct myself. This is the Sir Ian McKellen, McKellen yeah, edition. Yeah, get it right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Who? Good job by you. He, is, he, is, he has been knighted. Racist. Okay. <laughs> All right. You uh, shall not pass! <laughs> I've been knighted. I work every night. We've all been knighted. Yeah, we work night. every night. Come uh, on. Big Spoon, you were up first. Let's you, go, Big Spoon. You picked uh, You picked the shadow, correct? Yes, sir. I hope I don't let you down, Eddie. Don't I choke, hope, I Big hope Spoon. So first and don't last choke. name. First and don't last name. Don't choke, That's Big right. Spoon. That's right. You're going to have 45 seconds. You need the first and last name of the athlete. This category, no the shadow, these athletes had big <laughs> shoes to fill. They played in the shadow of somebody. <laughs> Stop it. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Current quarterback for the Packers wants to be traded. Aaron Rodgers. Hall of Fame quarterback for the 49ers, not Joe Montana. Steve Young. Yes. Uh, Colts quarterback from Stanford. He quit the team. Andrew Luck. Yes. NBA player. Kind of looks like a dinosaur. He joined LeBron and D. Wade in Miami for the big three. Anthony Davis. No, no. Uh, he came from... Chris Bosch. Yes, Bosch. yes. Uh, he won NBA titles with Michael Jordan. He's a Euro. They called him the Pink Panther. He had a big shot when Scottie Pippen wouldn't go in the game. Tony Kuko. Yes. Uh, former NFL quarterback. He was the son of Bob, a legendary Miami quarterback for the Dolphins. He's now a broadcaster on ESPN's Monday Night Football. Oh, God, 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 God. No. It's not, not well, bad, not bad. Brian a little Greasy. slow there, Eddie. Brian Greasy was yeah. the job. Brian bad Greasy job. was the first quarterback for the Broncos after Elway. Uh, 160 points is what you got. So, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, Joe and Ben, you were up Come next. On, Joe. Your Let's category go, Joe. is 18. Uh, these athletes all wore number 18. You're going to have 45 seconds. First and last name, please. Ready? Begin. 
All right, a quarterback for the Broncos and the Colts. He won the Super Bowl with both. Yes, uh, straight cash homie for the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, the Zen master for the Lakers and the Bulls, the coach. Oh, uh, Phil Jackson. Yes. Uh, Bengals receiver. He just changed teams this offseason. AJ off Green. Yes. A big red machine, second baseman. He was on Sunday Night Baseball at ESPN for years. African American second. Se- All right. Uh, Montreal Expos outfielder in the 90s. His father. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero. No, his father, Philippe, managed the Expos. No batting gloves. Was in left field for the Cubs when Steve Bartman had the famous play. Oh, Moses uh, Alou. Yes. Uh, 1970s Celtic star number 18. Mm. Oh, all right. Wow, this is a good one. You have 180 points, so a 20-point wow. po- lead. Uh, who, say who, and that's your pronouns. Uh, ben and Yeah, we Joe. got the lead, Chucker Joe. And speaking of Joe, you missed Joe Morgan. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, Joe Morgan. I mean, you, even if you don't know the Big Red Machine, the guy was on time. TV. He was on TV yeah. for like, you know, he, I know he died a couple years ago, but he was on TV forever. All right, Big Spoon yeah. Big Spoon, and Eddie, you guys are behind, so you'll be up next. Big Spoon, would you like Magneto or Gandalf? Uh, Gandalf. All right. These athletes all have or had long beards. 45 seconds, begin. He's known as the beard for the Brooklyn Nets right now. James Harden. Uh, Overpaid running back for the Dallas Cowboys out of Ohio State. Ricky Williams. No, no, no. Current running back for the Cowboys. Oh, Zeke Elliott. Yes. uh, Star wide receiver for the Chargers. Uh, He went to Cal. Mike Williams? No, let's pass on that one. Um, Second baseman for the Dodgers. He tested positive for COVID in the World Series. He still went out and celebrated. Everybody was mad at him. Pass. Uh, Former Chargers and Ravens safety. A white guy played at the University of Utah. Pass. Rockies outfielder. He won a batting title. Uh, Uh Same last name as an NBA Uh player named Ronaldo. Oh, that's Uh a joke. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry, Eddie. Oh, the spoon has been bent. The spoon has been bent. The big spoon has been Uh, bent. Well, uh, Keenan Allen. What happened to Garcia's pile of pesos? Justin Turner and Charlie Blackman and Eric Weddle. Some of the names we were looking for. Yeah, my mind went blank. What? Well, that's so did Eddie's. I thought he was so good. He would will you to win. Uh, Great clues. Trucker Joe, let's run up the score. What do you say? They were great clues. Uh, Run up the score. You're 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 behind, behind, Ben. You're behind. These these clues are easy. By how many? How many? Uh, You know you're a hundred. Actually, hold on. Let's wait here. No, no, no. Play the the game. Hit the music, Roberto. Hit the music, Roberto. We gotta count. We gotta count. No, no. Hit the music. Hit the hit the damn music. I will say bad words. Hit the music. Well, you always say bad words. That's nothing new. Here we go. What song you want to hear? These athletes all have magnetic personality. 45 seconds on the clock. Uh, number 32 for the Lakers in the 80s. Bird's rival. Oh, Magic Johnson. Yes, a great NFL tight end. He does a TV show with Skip Bayless on Fox. Shannon Sharp. Yes. Uh, all right, punter that's, that's, punter that's, for that's the right. Colts. He's now a pop- Yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> very nice. Uh, wide receiver for the Bengals. He did the river dance nice. back in the day. Ultra Cinco, Chad Johnson. Yes, the redhead. Uh, the redhead for dance. UCLA. Back in the 70s. And basketball guy. Center? Uh, Clippers announcer when they suck. We still suck. Grateful Dead. All right. Greatest boxer in the last 50 years. Great. Oh, Vince Carter. 
<laughs> boxer. It doesn't matter. Oh, you said or name monster? is Muhammad Ali. I think you just oh, qualified for that terrible he answer. Well, I got a drop. That's an automatic loss. Minus points. But uh, what an embarrassment for Garcia. He likes to I brag know. about I I always still Garcia's have like pile of pesos. You. you were schooled. <laughs> you know what? Trucker Joe, we bent the spoon. Can the big spoon though? was bent. Yes? I want to pay homage right quick. I want to say to Mr. Moose and his dad, man, blow me up, Rocky Roberto. There you go. Oh, Great oh, tribute oh, to Mr. Yeah. Moose. The late great Mr. Moose of Maine. And we win yet again back on top. It's Mallers lot of money. What a joke, Garcia. I'm still crushing you. No, you're not really. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.